From architecture to painting and sculpture, literature to live music and theater, Radio 111 presents Bonnie G and Brian Mendoza with The Desert Scene, your connection to culture and entertainment in the desert cities. Here's Bonnie and Brian. Hey, welcome to The Desert Scene. Today we're going to talk about when we were young. I don't know if you've heard of it. It's an upcoming festival for emo bands or whatever, goth I, bands I and didn't all hear, that. hear of it until you told me. So. Yeah, so some of the bands that are playing, uh, you one may or may not be familiar with them. Some of them are going to be My Chemical Romance, Paramore, and um, a couple other ones like Boy Likes Girl and all these. They're kind of like more emo, gothic bands from a certain period of time, like the 2000s, the All-American Rejects. So <laughs> That's the name of it? The All-American Rejects? It's one of the bands. Okay, all right. And... It's actually like a pretty decent lineup if you listen to that kind of music. Like I was listening to it and I said, you know what? It's a really good lineup. And so a lot of what they call Emo America is really excited about it. Mm. And it's going to be October 22nd, 23rd. And it was instantly a hit on social media. Everyone talked about how nostalgic it was for the generation of like the 2000s and Mm -hmm. the 1990s. Mm -hmm. But there's some problems with it and so i wanted to talk about it with with someone who may not necessarily go to that festival but uh, no i won't be going <laughs> <laughs> but i wanted to ask you like let's say they had a whole festival of like all the musical artists that you like mm-hmm. and it's 60 artists mm-hmm. and it was 12 hours and at first it was only one day it would be kind of impossible That's right too, yeah it's too much too many it's yeah too much and yeah. imagine the tickets were 225 yeah. dollars non-refundable well no i wouldn't be going to that <laughs> and yeah the, well the thing is like yeah i would even say like 225 dollars is a it being the cheapest is a lot for a one-day festival yeah. i think it's yes i think it's a lot to ask for and also i personally don't really like the fact that the astroworld people are doing it. So yeah, they've got a bad reputation right now. So the Astroworld, for people who don't know, had a horrible, horrible night a couple months ago, or heck, even like a month ago. Mm-hmm. And it was this event where basically a bunch of people were trampled over mm-hmm. and killed in the crowd. Yes. And they and some of the people that weren't killed were injured. Yeah. And a lot of people were very angry, of course, rightfully so, and they and they are suing. Mm-hmm. So the fa- it's one of those things where like I don't really trust a, a a festival with 60 bands playing for 12 hours and being organized by Astro by the Astro World people. And, and I mean, to me, especially the timing. I mean, for, number one, I wouldn't go to anything like that to begin with because I'm claustrophobic and I don't like crowds. So mm-hmm. that's number one. But number two, a after that horrible situation with the trampling and their security, et cetera. But b, COVID. I mean, why would you want to be standing around, even if it's outside, standing around with thousands and thousands of people jammed in somewhere? It just isn't smart to me, in my view. No, it's not a very smart thing to do because I feel like not only would the like the risk of being trampled over still be there, I also think that just it's a super spreader event. Absolutely. And, you know, and it's one of those things where like when we were young, they had a disaster with the ticket sales, by the way. And the fact that they're not refundable. What was you, the disaster? The disaster was that they had to add another day because uh. of so many people registering. And so they had to add another day because uh, people were complaining that, hey, I couldn't get a ticket. And because there were 60 bands. Yeah. So yeah. it's not just 
a person who likes one band and yeah. generally likes the other ones. Yeah. It's the fact that these 60 bands have their very dedicated fan right. bases who want to show up. And it's because the bands correlate. You know how on Coachella, like Billie Eilish fans may not necessarily be like Kanye West right. fans exactly. or something yeah. like that. Um, whoever's playing, a, they don't correlate. Sometimes yeah. you'll just go to one person and then have to tolerate the others. Mm -hmm. This is a case where like one band's fan base, like Paramore, correlates with the My Chemical Romance yeah. fan base. It's yeah. one of those things where like you can't disconnect them. It's like how a Bernadette Peters fan may like like uh patty lapone yeah like yeah they're going to correlate. probably yeah there's a yeah. good chance that they yeah. are correlate because they're musical mm -hmm. theater mm -hmm. and so emo bands when it's niche music you do have correlation because you don't have that many options to choose from i my my one of my first questions would be why was it necessary to have 60 bands at one festival why not have two festivals and split it up they they decided to add another day but it's only still 12 hours so 12 hours for each day and it's the same lineup my thing about it is that they're not doing like a weekend thing where you earn anything from doing the two days uh -huh. so this is the thing so Coachella, if you do the whole three days, the reason why it's so successful is because you get the weekend, but you get different artists on each day. Right. So you can go and see Billie Eilish one day, or you can see another right. artist another day, right. or another right. artist. For this one, it's the same lineup both days. And oh, no. No. Why? No. See, no. In my view, what they should have done is put have 30 bands on one day, 30 bands the next day. Yeah. Hello? And then sell it as a weekend thing. Or What's so hard about that? And also because it makes it easier for dividing fans. Yeah, like, you exactly. Know how, you know how I said correlate bands? Well, there are preferences. So like if someone likes My Chemical Romance, you put one headliner in day one. And some lesser bands with them. Yeah. Lesser bands with them. And then right. day two, the headliner. And then maybe reduce the rate a little bit, reduce the prices mm -hmm. so that way they can say, well, you know what? Let me go over to the Paramore day mm -hmm. because I prefer that band and I prefer these little bands right yeah. here as opposed to this. And I feel like it's set up in a way where it's not only going to be, in my opinion, like a disaster because 60 bands playing in 12 hours is not You're smart. asking for trouble. You're asking You're for a too much. Especially, especially after A, the bad experience at Astroworld, and B, COVID. You're just asking for trouble. I mean, see, the problem, the, and I'm guessing that the, the people behind this, the bottom line is money, 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 money. Yes, especially from a demographic that you know. would is already grown up because the idea is that it's playing off of nostalgia. When We Were Young is the name of the mm -hmm. festival. Mm -hmm. So it's playing off the idea of now you're older, so you have yeah. more income, so come see our shows. And I do want to say that some of the bands, the All-American Rejects being one of them, said that they did not know they were playing. So They did not know they were playing? They didn't. Well, that's really bizarre. It is. They felt like, you know what, we... Don't you have to know. sign a contract before you are announced as part of a festival? I don't know, to be honest with you. I think that, that makes sense. I would think so. But what happened was that they tweeted out, we didn't know we were playing with this many bands. Oh. And th there's this idea, too, that A, some people didn't know they were playing with 60 bands. They thought, oh, well, it's going to be like 10 other bands. Yeah. And another group of people said, well, we didn't know we were actually playing. So yeah. there's a, a lot of like I predict sketchiness. disaster for Disa this. Disaster. Yeah. And also another thing is that the not only are the tickets non-refundable so the fact is that if you get covid between here and now too bad too bad you know yeah. or and it's, it's one of those things where unfortunately 
I don't I don't like that, especially considering that I think the COVID thing should be refundable. I think that COVID is a very Absolutely. reasonable excuse to not show up to a concert. And the other thing would be and just the fact that there's no sponsors. No sponsors have signed up for this festival. What does that tell you? It tells you I mean <laughs> it tells you a lot because if the people who want their products sold don't want them to be sold at the festival, it's really problematic. No sponsors, very few very few of the bands coming out saying that they were happy and excited. Yeah. And just the fact that 60 bands in 12 hours and doing the same lineup for the two days, not great. So my, here's my prediction, and maybe we'll do an update in October. Mm-hmm. My prediction is a lot of the bands are going to leave and not do it. My prediction is that Live Nation's lawsuits will hurt its bottom line, and therefore... That's who's putting this on? Yeah, Live yeah. Nation, who is in charge of Astroworld, the lawsuits mm-hmm. will hurt them and therefore I, they will The whole thing could be canceled. The whole thing could be canceled. Uh, very easily. And also just the fact that like COVID-19, we're hoping that by October things are better. But, but we, no, we don't know. But didn't we say that last October and then it's, we said exactly. that the October before. Yeah. So No one was expecting this Omicron thing to pop up. Yeah, and it's... So. And I'm hoping that the further variants are weaker. You know, mm-hmm. that Keep they getting become, weaker, yeah. Keep getting weaker. Yeah. And, you know, there's just so much we can... We can anticipate, but also there's a lot of things that I know can get, go wrong with this festival from here on out. And so with it being January as of this recording, so if you hear this in August, still, even if you hear this in August, there's still plenty of time until October. And I feel like it's also done in a way where the person who's buying the ticket is buying it impulsively. Mm-hmm. So it's mm-hmm. an impulse buy situation. So they're just going to get all this money. Yeah. Yeah. And, I, and personally for me... If you want a good festival, I'm not saying Coachella is the greatest, but like I think Coachella, for example, it is worth the money it's had. It's well, seems to be well run in general. Well yeah. run, and also like I don't hear that many stories about people being trampled over. Yeah. But yeah. with this event, I'm hoping that people make a smart, made the smart decision of staying away from it. And guess what? These bands are still relatively filled with young people. Mm-hmm. Why not wait until maybe later down the line they do exactly. their own concert? Exactly. Pro- guess what? Kiss could do a 20. Tw- I've paid $20 to go see Kiss at a concert. Yeah. So maybe in 10 years you'll see that, yeah. that or band Or go again. buy their CD, but don't go to buy this it. thing and get trampled and get COVID, please. No, okay. I definitely... Be smart and stay healthy. We'll see you on the desert scene. See you next time.